0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Smith, corks one in the right, down the line. It may go. You're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy.
0: Here's your host, Brent McMillan. Welcome, it is the June 25th edition of the Cardinals Insider Podcast. I'm glad that you are with us, and I'm excited about today's episode because, for me, it is a long time in the making, as we hear from Albert Pujols. Like most people in St. Louis, I did grow up here, saw him play a lot of games, and last weekend was a really neat moment to be able to welcome Albert back to St. Louis for the first time, and I had the privilege of getting to be in his media availability. I was going to say press conference, but technically it was just a a very large availability that we had in the press dining room, which is where you see Mike Schilt talk to the media after each home game here in St. Louis. So there were media from uh, all over the country, basically. A lot of St. Louis. I'm sure there were some Los Angeles, Orange County people in there, and then some national writers and uh, online and television people, too, just asking Albert about his remembrances of being a Cardinal, what he expected it to be like all weekend, and boy, was it a special moment throughout the weekend. Those standing ovations, uh, kind of an interesting dynamic with the home run on the Saturday game, but the fans responding in a big way to that too. And and you even saw Albert uh, record that video message to the fans that went out onto the Cardinals' social media My understanding is that's something that he requested. He was so touched that he wanted to do that and wanted to really show people and express to people that he uh, was touched by the reception that he got here in his old playing home. So what we're going to do today is just play the press conference from Friday in full. Not press conference, but availability. There we go. I'm so used to saying uh, press conference when we're in that room Regardless, I'm going to let you hear every question that was posed to Albert, I'm going to let you hear how he answered it. The questions will be slightly quieter than the answers, just because the microphones picking up the people that are sitting in the gallery asking the questions are not as close or as finely precisely tuned toward the speaker as the microphone right by Albert. Of course. I really enjoyed it. It was a, a, a fun 20, 25 minutes of just remembrances and getting to hear what Albert was excited about. And now that we have the hindsight to be able to look back post weekend, we can kind of think about those answers and, and know what unfolded. And I think that at, that adds a different angle and shade to things as well. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that on the 12th of July, and that's the next time that the Cardinals are home is in mid-July, you can throw on your blue suede shoes and head to Bush Stadium on Friday, July the 12th for Elvis night. With the purchase of a special theme ticket, you receive an exclusive cardinals theme Elvis t-shirt. Come early, you get a pregame performance by Elvis talent performer Bill Cherry, tickets at cardinals.com slash theme. And by the way, not only do you get the t-shirt, not only do you get the concert, not only do you get to uh, take part in all of that Elvis fun, also a portion of each ticket purchase is going to be donated to the Elvis Presley Charitable Foundation via St. Louis. All right, let's get into it. Albert Pujols, Back in St. Louis for the first time since leaving after a world championship in 2011. You saw it unfold all weekend, the warm reception, the great moments. Here's what the press conference sounded like in full. You maybe weren't able to be in the room, but this is it, unedited, here on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. First question What were your emotions like when you walked
2: through the shade? (laughs) Oh. I mean, it hasn't hit me yet, but I'm pretty sure later on, you know, especially when I take the field, if we get a chance to play tonight. Uh, it'll be, um, you know, I'm not really an emotional guy, but I, I think it's, uh, it's probably going to get to me. It's getting to me now, you know, just walking and seeing Jimmy and Mike and, you know, Jaddy just FaceTime me. He's like, hurry up, you know, we're waiting for you. <laughs> so um, it's just something that I, you know, we can the. Besides the two World series that we accomplished together here in this organization with the Cardinals, I think this is probably going to be right out there this moment, this weekend. And I'm going to try to embrace it, try to enjoy it, and celebrate it with my family and my wife and, you know, some friends. I I did, actually, you know, just a couple of days ago when we were in Toronto, you know, uh, in spring training, and especially early on the season, people was asking me and friends were sending me tests, hey, are you excited? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I am, but, uh, you know, it hasn't hit me yet. But the reality is here, and, uh, you know, it's just amazing. Uh, You know, starting my career here, uh, 11 years, the success that I have here, you know, night playoff two war series you know the uh, best fans in baseball uh i use the term that i came here as a little boy and and i left as a really strong and, and big man like growing man you know and included that, a lot of credit i give it to players you know like gene emmons placido polanco fernando vina You know, Edgar Renteria, Mike Mattini, you know, and the list going on and on, Larry Walker, you know, Woody Williams, you know, and then my little brother who's in this room, Jerry Molina. I mean, and those memories and the accomplishments that you have together, uh, it's just amazing. That's something that nobody's going to take that away from you. It doesn't matter. Now, if I'm out West playing, you know, those memories uh, is here and here. And, uh, you know, my goal now is to try to have the same Experience that I have here over there. It hasn't been the best one yet, you know, but hopefully by the time I'm done playing, I'm able to bring a championship also to the city of Anaheim. what do you want your legacy to be in St. Louis? Why did I want? You know, this is not about me. Uh, First of all, it's about, you know, representing God and my family. And through that, who I giving all the glory and all the credit, who giving me the platform and the ability and the talent to play this game. Uh, I think the best thing for me and people that know me for so long, this is not about me. It's never been about me. It's about you know being uh, you know who's around me and the players. And uh, if I can make those guys better, then I'm gonna become a better player. And uh, you know I think every time that I come here, whether it's you know, doing event through the foundation or just for a weekend with my family. I enjoy, you know, because it's just a great town, not just to play baseball, but also to raise your family. And, you know, that's why I still have a home here and I enjoy it every time that I come, you know, in the off season here. And, you know, this weekend, it just uh, its going to be pretty amazing for me. Well, I can't tell you until that moment hits today in my first are bad, but what makes it special is just the support day in and day out. Uh, it didn't matter whether we were playing good or bad. Uh, you know, I felt that uh, if you play the game the right way uh, and also, and the, the, they just love their players. And, you know, uh, and not only in baseball, I mean, we saw that in football and now with hockey, you know, with the Blues winning. Uh, you know, it's just a great city, and you know, to play sport. And I enjoy, uh, you know, my 11 years here, uh, you know, with this organization, you know. Especially, you know, starting from the top, you know, from the owners and the GM, you know, Bill and Maul, uh, who's now is the president. I mean, always building a, a great chemistry ball club, you know, for us to go out there and perform. You know, and the dedication every time, day in and day out, it was about winning, you know, and that was it. That was what Tony preached day in and day out when you show up to spring training. you know Our, our target is to win a championship. And uh, you know, and I learned so much from that and from some other veteran guys you know, that I played with. Now, it's, it's seven and a
1: half years? Did you feel like that long ago that you were playing here and the fact that you had to wait so long to come
2: back? <laughs> um it doesn't l- look like that long but it's been you know eight years pretty much since you uh, you know i was celebrating with my teammates uh you know in that field but uh it's uh it was just a, a pretty special moment because that's something you know we were celebrating our second world title you know uh uh, together with Jadi Bueno, which I look at the, the roster, and they're the only two guys left there, uh, you know, from that 2011 team. And, uh, man, it's, uh, it has gone quick, but I think, uh, you know, the time is perfect, and, you know, uh, this is the right time, and I'm going to enjoy it. Better? Have you felt more of that warmth over the last couple of years, everybody come back together? See, but uh, that, that's the thing that I never, no one moment. Uh, I know there was a lot of people that probably, you know, had some hurt feeling about it. But I, I never have, I came back, you know, the same year after. I never have felt that. And I think at that time it was hurtful. But, you know, as a true fans, uh, the, I think some of the people was, like, telling me, you know, it's not because the jersey that I was wearing. It's the things that you do through the foundation and, you know, with kids with special needs and all that. That's that's what they care the most, you know. So, uh, you know, for me, uh, I haven't felt it. And I'm, I'm being honest with you. I haven't really felt any bad experience, you know. Maybe 2 or 1% of the fans were angry about it, you know. Then you have, you know, 99%. You know, off the fence, you know, that hey, it's this business, you know, and you know, I'm happy where I am. I think I made the right decision for me and my family, and you know, the Cardinals made the right decision too. So, you know, you just move on. Albert, how do you
0: remember that moment in 2001 spring training where you were likely going to make the team, but you kind of sealed that deal and you hit a home run to the Montreal Expo offices, and it was a rainy day?
2: And kind of <laughs> Well, actually, that's a good question for Jimmy and, and Mark, because they were the guys, Jimmy and Mark, were the one that really pushed Tony and telling him, we need to take the, this kid. This kid is going to help us out to win. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I really, I said it early, I, I, I didn't thought that I was going to make the team. Um, I knew that I was having one of my best, probably, spring training that I had in my career so far. But I think my goal was to try to have the best sprint that if it, they, the organization needed me during the year, that I was the first guy that they called. And, you know, it helps a lot that Bonilla got hurt and opens the door for me. Uh, and then, you know, I started playing some outfield. Uh, and then, you know, I think that's when, you know, probably one of the best center field that i seen with my own eye play, Gene Edmonds, told me, you know, how to play really, Helped me out so much in the outfield, uh, whether I was in right field or left field. Uh, I never seen anybody that preparing himself like Hank, him, playing so shallow, telling me, uh, you know, hey, move to the right, or move to the left, and the ball comes to me. I'm like, how did he knew that? Like he 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 see he saw things that I never seen any outfield seeing or, or feel. And he helped me out in that area so much. But for me, uh, I really never, that never came to my mind that I was gonna make that ball club until I got in that plane and spring train. Uh, I got in that bus uh, breaking camp. Uh, and I remember as I was coming up, uh, DK um, told me, he's like, don't, don't be afraid to make the All Star team that year. And that's when it really hit me. That's when I really felt at that moment that I might have a chance to stay with the Buck Club. How long, I didn't know until, you know, six game into the season and the rest of history.
1: Albert, there's always been a lot of talk about your offensive production. But there was a time when you were with this team that you believed that you had special powers on the base pads. So you even talked a little bit about being invisible.
2: <laughs> the, the cape? <laughs> um, at this stage of your career, what's your philosophy with, regarding, uh, with regard to base running? Um, I'm a still aggressive base running, uh, and a lot of that credit I give it to Hall of Fame Luke Brock, who spent a lot of hours with me in spring training and told me one thing, that I always remember, he told me, you don't have to be the fastest runner to be the best, best runner. Uh, you just have to be smart and take the right path. And for him coming from a Hall of Fame, who I was young in my career with the Cardinals, he didn't have to do that. But that's how that family was here, that bonding. Uh, seeing so many Hall of Fame come to you, uh, Bob Gibson, you know, saying, if I would have faced you in my era, you know, and you would have taken me deep, and Nessar would have thrown one at your face, and if you look at me, I would have hit you in pitch, you know, stuff like that. So uh, he told me so much about base running, uh, and, you know, I just, I just went out of it and, and helped me out that year. I think I led the league, if I can recall, probably three years in a row, uh, scoring runs. And I, I always felt that, no, right now, you know. But I always felt that if I was in first base and one of my teammates hit a double, I, I, I was gonna be able to score. And, and you know, and that doesn't stop. Even now, at 39, I'm still felt that I'm a little slower. But I think uh, I'm continue to be the aggressive and take advantage uh, of every mistake the the infielder or the outfield makes.
1: Air, to think back Derek and all the players you played with, how does that make you feel being in this room and thinking about all
2: those men? Because I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, you had success in this game, you built a relationship, you accomplished so many things. But I think the best thing that you accomplish is the relationship that you built. And that relationship that I have built with Jaddy, with Jimmy, with Maguire, with Polanco, with Edgar, and, all, and I can list the the list on and on. Nobody can take that weight from you. And, you know, you played this game for, you know, 20 years or whatever. I'm 19 now, and hopefully by the time I'm, I play my full contract, I'll be probably 21 in the league, 22. Uh, and hopefully you you live longer than what you play, and, and that's why you build a great relationship, you know, because it's, it's, that is more important to me than anything uh, that I have accomplished. It's just the impact that those players make on me and that I, that I make on them. Um, I remember, you know, Jaddy's mom and dad, you know, telling me, I give you my, 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 little, my younger son and just treat him like your little brother, and that's how he's been to me. And I can say the same thing, that's what Placido Polanco told me. And I can say that that's the same thing the, the, the way that Jimmy and Mark and, and Rowling and, and Woody and Daryl Kyle, all those guys taught me the right way, you know, the right way. Uh, I can remember sitting in, in Houston and, <laughs> and I, I always share this story about Daryl Kyle because he was trying to pick my brain and see how, how I think at the play. And I think, you know, right away, I picked the, man, he's trying to pick my brain because if I had to face it, he knows now how to pitch to me. And I was like, Daryl, don't go there. You know, it's stuff like that. I mean, times, time and time after time that these guys spend with me, they, they didn't have to do that. They had their own business. that They needed to take care of, but they care about it. And, you know, like I say, I came a little boy, man. I left as a grown man. And... Now I'm on the other side, you know, with the best player in the game, my trial. And for me, that's the same mindset that I have because those guys taught me the right way. And it's, that's, that's my job, to pass it along to the young players and the Angels organization, too. Albert, we, have, we
0: all know how driven you are to be a major leaguer, even young, you know, that first year of the minor leagues. Just in hearing you talk today, I'm wondering, because you mentioned La Russa and Brock, the guys who kind of mentored you. Where have you thought being a Cardinal brought out something different in you and a player? Maybe something brought out something earlier than you and a player? Do you think you would be the player you are, if not for that time spent?
2: It's hard because I think, you know, I said uh, I can't read the future. I don't know the future, but God knows. And, you know, he put me in the right organization at the right time. And I guess. He knows my life before I even know. He knows our Arta. He knows me before I was even born and, and every move. So as I look back, uh, I always say that, you know, God, God's time is perfect. His time is perfect. He just put me uh, in the right place, you know, because people ask every time the draft comes. I mean, I can't believe you went 402 in the draft. I'm like – you know, um, I'm, I'm excited. I can't believe it, too, but you know what? That was the best thing for me because it pushed me to a level that I probably, if I were to be a first-round pick, I don't know, I probably wouldn't go at it, uh, you know, the same way. Not to, to bring down any first-round, you know, but that's how I think about it, so. What was amazing about Jotty is that he didn't have to be 300. He didn't have to be the best catcher in the game. And for me, when he's down retiring and playing this game, he's probably going to be the best catcher that ever played this game. Um, He was a leader, man, because he wanted to learn. Uh, He was just a really quiet leader. He he didn't have to be so vocal. Just the way his preparation, the way that he went – at it every day, day in and day out. Uh, you know, let's face it. I watch a lot of video, but this guy was just way beyond with the scouting report and all that. And I think the best thing about Jari that he, you know, he want to go 5 for 5 or 4 for 4 every night in one game, but it didn't matter about his offense. It was always about his defense and how he can take uh, uh, a pitching staff, uh, whether it was a guy like Carp or Wainwright, uh, you know, and just make them better. And, I mean, you saw it about, what, three years ago, what he did with the Puerto Rican World Baseball Classic. I mean, th- I mean, l- l- look at the amazing job that he did uh, with that. And I think um, he was always a leader. Uh, he was young and quiet, but he always wants to get better. And he reminded me, remind me a little bit of myself. Because he asked a lot of questions to me and to guys around, and I was the same way too. And he asked those questions because he wants to get better. And look look where he's at. As soon as he's done playing, man, he's just a future Hall of Fame. And I'm just proud and blessed to play with him, to have the success that we had together, and also, you know, treat him like my little brother, you know, and just have a great relationship. Probably, probably, but I think uh, we all professional, and you know, I said earlier, I was doing a radio interview. Uh, I always room for those guys in that side because uh, you know uh, they're part of my family. But this is the only weekend that they probably won't root for me, and I won't root for them. So uh, we all professional. I think uh, you know at the end of the day, it's about going out there and you know and help our ball club individual. And, and enjoy and probably play the best baseball and best, best team win at the end of the day. But I know that the main focus uh, is me coming back here, but I'm also blessed and excited that the city of St. Louis is going to see the best player in the game play here in Busch Stadium. And he's going to get a, a feeling this weekend about what really baseball fans are. Uh, and this place is going to be pretty special. So I'm excited for him, too. Uh, and he already said he loved the stadium. So but watch when he gets out there, too. And I'm pretty sure the fans are going to go crazy out. And so hopefully he can have uh, <laughs> a great series, because this is uh, a pretty special player. So I'm, I'm excited for the fans too, to watch him play. Do you ever- I don't. I, I really, you know, and, and I'm speaking you from my heart. I don't, you know, I'm gonna say thing just to say. Just, uh, I'm still playing, so it's hard for me to really think about those things because those are things that I cannot control. You know, I'm trying to focus on the things that I can control, and that's to prepare myself and get ready to go out there and play and help my ball club to win. Now when I'm done playing, those are decisions that, I, that I'm going to have to make. But, you know, this game is already hard enough, so I try not to think uh, too much about stuff that I cannot control.
0: Have you been back to this stadium
2: since 2011? No. Is that oh, well, happened? not since you, our last not since celebration. Time. Not since Tony told you all about it. So No that's it i drove around one time that's it uh, because i had an event for a dance syndrome i had a prom just down the street in the hotel and i draw I like man they've done a lot to the stadium but inside the stadium no ones so and i think it's and as and excited now because it's pretty special you know No, it just, there was no need for me (laughs) to come down here. You know, it's the off season, you know, I have a place to train. I'm in California right now, a great place. And, you know, so but there was just no need for me, you know, to come over here. But that didn't mean that I didn't stay in touch, you know, with the guys, you know, that really take care of the guys that really deserve a lot of credit. And those were the. You know, the Rip Rowan, the CJ Sherry, you know, guys that really uh, take care of us to make our life easy so we can go out there and play. There were the traveling secretary, you know, the equipment guys, you know, the bad boys and all those guys that still have a great relationship with them, you know, Mark Walsh, Ernie Moore, you know. So guys that really, uh, people don't give a lot of credit, but they should get a lot of credit because those guys really make it easy for us as much as we give them hard time, you know. And he, they just always just roll the red carpet for us, you know. So they deserve a lot of credit. So just that relationship, like I said, we family, man. I still even know I'm out west, but we always communicate. We always send in tests and, you know, whether it's happy birthday or Merry Christmas or whatever, you know. And uh, I think that's, that's what's so, so fun.
0: I thought that, I want to say it was uh, Major League Baseball's Twitter account is the one that I thought, Summed it up best. It was sometime on Saturday. I forget if it was after an ovation or, or maybe the home run, but they, they tweeted out with a picture or a video, but it, the, the text is what caught me. It said, it's easy to be romantic about baseball, and I really thought that that's what the weekend was about. It wasn't about the Cardinals or the Angels or even just Albert. I mean, it was about all of those groups and all those folks, but really what it was about to me was about the game of baseball and how wonderful it is, and how it brings people together, and we just saw that how many times over the weekend, and how neat and gratifying it is that we all got to be alive and to see that, not just if, if as a Cardinal fan, which most of you listening, I'm sure that's in fact probably all of you listening would classify yourselves as Cardinal fans, but anybody who's a fan of the game, anybody who's ever rooted for a specific player or stopped what they were doing to watch a specific player play and has and had a person kind of shape their childhood. Some might use the term hero. I think that that's what we saw this weekend It's just the power of the game of baseball to be able to impact people, whether it's the work that Albert does here in the St. Louis community or in California from a charitable perspective, whether it's just the way that there was that connection between him and the fans this weekend and throughout his career. I just thought the weekend was bigger than any one person or group. It was about the game, the sport, and our community of baseball as a nation and as a fan base of individual teams and just the sport together. So super cool. I really enjoyed it. I hope that you did too. I just uh, was gobbling up those answers as I was standing there Friday in the back of the room, and I thought immediately of you and that this would be a good way for us to, uh, to spend today's episode. One final note before we get out of here. Of course, you can email me, with an s at cardinals.com. You can check out our stuff at cardinals.com slash podcast. The TV show is at cardinals.com slash insider. YouTube.com slash cardinals to watch full episodes of Cardinals Insider TV or individual episodes and uh, or features, rather. And I want to let you know that one of the stories coming up is going to be a retrospective on the 2009 All-Star Game. It was here in St. Louis. And there's a theme night with that in mind. Actually, I think it's a gate giveaway. And 2019 marks the 10th anniversary since that All-Star game was played at Bush Stadium. And on Friday, July the 12th, 30,000 fans, 16 and older, will go home with a replica National League jersey from that game. Get your tickets at cardinals.com slash promotions. Again, it is a gate giveaway. 30,000 fans, 16 and older, get the replica National League 2009 All-Star jersey. It's got National written across the chest with a bat and the arch back in the background. It's a neat, neat item. You'll want to be here on July 12th. Cardinals.com slash promotions is where to get your tickets. I've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it. It was such a, a fun weekend, again, for the sport of baseball this past weekend. I'm glad we got to talk about it here together, you and I, on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. For everybody involved with today's show, my name is Brett McMillan. We do this every single Tuesday during the baseball season, wherever you get your podcast. So I hope to talk to you next week. Until then, we'll talk to you next time on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Hey,
1: Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best